NBA Finals. Game 5 at Toronto. Three minutes to go. The Golden State Warriors have been ahead for most of the game, but now they trail the Raptors by six in what could be their final game of the season. Thompson finds an opening, three-pointers up, it's good! Clay Thompson from downtown! What price success? Even when the Warriors won game two of this series, people called it a Pyrrhic victory. Thompson got hurt, so did forward Kevon Looney. The team went on to lose the next two games at home. The Canadian fans sang their national anthem at Oracle Arena. Back to game five. Two minutes left. The dubs get a stop. Curry has the ball. Minute and a half remaining. Curry gets a look, fires away, ties the game! Steph Curry from downtown! They might not have even been in this game had their injured superstar Kevin Durant not come back from a right calf injury. He started, hit three triples, then went down. <sighs> Kevin had a, it's, it's an Achilles injury. I don't know uh, the extent of it. But the Warriors kept battling. One minute left. Thompson, one fake, one dribble, one shot, got it! Golden State retakes the lead. The Warriors played for decades before Bay Area fans. They lost more than they won. Then, star players, new ownership, a culture of winning coupled with the most expensive tickets in the association. What cost? And the Warriors' three-peat dream is still alive, showing championship heart here tonight on the road. Now they're coming home to Oakland, win or lose for the final time. This is Bounce, the Warriors' last season in Oakland. I'm Ben Trefney. So that was in Toronto. How did the Warriors' dramatic Game 5 win sound in the town? That's the sound of fans watching at Mad Oak near Lake Merritt. One of them is Dred Scott. He's got a lot on his mind. I think if they win this year, they will have a way better fresh start in San Francisco as opposed to losing and coming off a losing championship and not knowing who you're going to have on your team. Most of the players are free agents. That includes three starters. They could be gone. The team will definitely be gone. They're crossing the water to Mission Bay, to a brand new, clean-lined, spit-polished part of San Francisco built on former train yards. And that transportation tie-in is ironic because the new Chase Center is not that easy to get to, especially compared with Oracle Arena. Up until now, Warriors fans could just hop BART to the Coliseum stop and cross the footbridge to watch basketball. But the new arena, it's not close to BART, and there won't be much parking on site, just 950 spots for a sports center that'll fit 18,000 people. So Dubs fans are wondering, how are they going to get to the game? Eli Werchafter went to find out. The Warriors are about to play one of their last games in Oakland. It's about a half hour before the tip-off of Game 3 of the Finals. And right now, the main action is at BART. This is Coliseum Oakland Airport Station. A train pulls into Coliseum Station, and fans in yellow and blue pour out onto the platform. Lewis Gentry always takes BART to the game. Now, I love the current options because it's like 20 minutes door-to-door for me. Lewis works in Fremont, so it's easy. I'm going to enjoy it 
while it lasts, I've enjoyed it for many years. I don't have to suck it up <laughs> in a few months. He does plan to go to Warriors games in San Francisco, but not as many. I won't be able to get off of work at 3 o'clock all the time, so it's definitely going to affect East Bayers. Another fan from Alameda, who just gives his name as Joe, is not going to make the trip to Mission Bay. Way too much of a pain in the ass to get out there. Because from what he's heard about the public transit options... It's going to be packed. So could this be your last game that you go to? Yes. So I'm getting choked up. Been doing this for 19 years. This is what the move means to longtime fans in the East Bay. They can either take transit to the new stadium, drive there, or give up. The city of San Francisco is saying, don't give up. Come to the new arena. But please don't drive. We want everyone to feel like transit's the best choice. Tom McGuire is the head of the city's Sustainable Streets Division in the SFMTA. It's his job to make sure neighborhoods aren't overrun with cars. UCSF Medical Center is right across the street from the arena, and some of its staff tried to stop the Warriors from coming to Mission Bay. They were worried that traffic would freeze up access to the hospital. It's literally a matter of life and death to them. Uh, we made a commitment that we will not let Warriors traffic uh, prevent either staff access or, most importantly, emergency access. So there's a plan in place to keep some streets open to emergency vehicles only. But the city's goal to reduce traffic isn't just about emergency access. It's also about safety and convenience, about pollution and noise. And if you want to reduce traffic, the first step is not providing a ton of parking. Besides the 950 spots under the stadium, nearby private parking lots have space for 2,000 more cars. But remember, that's for an arena that seats 18,000. We know we're dealing with uh, record levels of traffic congestion in the city, but we also know that we've got a world-class transit system and we're rolling out lots of new options so all the Warriors fans who want to get here will have a great way to get here. All right, let's see what those new transit options look like. I head out to Mission Bay on a Thursday afternoon. It feels like everything is under construction. The place swarms with an army of workers in orange vests. They're rushing around to get everything built in time. And remember, the Chase Center isn't just a basketball arena. It will host about 200 other events throughout the year. And that starts on September 6th, with a sold-out concert starring Metallica and the San Francisco Symphony. But amidst all this chaos, at least one person seems perfectly at ease. And that's Peggy Fonestock, my guide to Mission Bay. It's crazy, but, you know, it's fun. <laughs> Place has changed so much in the time I've been here. Peggy moved into a brand new apartment building here 10 years ago and put down roots. She's on the board of the Neighborhood Association. She says everyone here is new. This was the Southern Pacific Railroad Yard, and before that it was a bay. So, and there were some warehouses here, but it wasn't like it was a gentrification. It was like there was nobody here. Peggy lives just two blocks away from the Chase Center. That and the future Uber headquarters and all the new UCSF buildings. The stadium itself is uh, just an addition to the general congestion. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. To but, the stadium? Yeah. But I do think the city has to really address the transportation issue here. Peggy walks me over to 3rd Street in front of the arena. In front of us, an excavator breaks up the pavement to make way for a new supersized Muni light rail platform, twice as long as a normal one. Apparently, it's going to hold four two-car trains, two on each side. The Warriors paid for the new platform and four new Muni trains. 
They're spending $14 million a year on transportation. That's more than they pay for Sean Livingston and DeMarcus Cousins combined. Anyway, after a game gets out, a bunch of trains will be waiting here, ready to whisk fans back to BART or to other destinations. So that's what this is all about, is it so they can get the people out, get them on the platform, get them on the train, get them out of here. So for an East Bay fan trying to get back to BART, this is option number one. You board the T-line here at the stadium, ride to the Embarcadero. Option number two is to get over to the 16th Street BART station. I know, what? Yeah, the geography of this totally blew my mind, but the BART stop in the Mission is actually a closer drive than any other BART station. And if you take a bus, you might get there even faster. Peggy shows me. They put this dedicated bus lane in maybe nine months ago. Before that, it was just two lanes in each direction. When there's an event at the arena, Muni will run additional shuttles here, straight from 16th Street BART. So if you want to get to BART on public transit, you can take a bus or light rail and transfer. But let's say you live in Richmond. Getting home at night involves two transfers and could easily take an hour and a half. Now, there's still one more way for fans to get across the bay without a car. You see the remnants of all the old piers as you walk along here. Here on the shore at the foot of 16th Street. They're going to build a dock. For ferries. Yes, ferry boats will be able to take over 1,000 people a night back to Alameda and to Marin. And in 2021, a larger ferry landing is expected to be built, which can take even more riders to more places. But Peggy doesn't think the extra muni service and a couple ferries will be enough to serve everyone going to this area. Um, And the traffic will be big, and the city's going to have to deal with that. And I think they think they are, but I think there's a ways to go. The Warriors expect that at a sold-out game, a little less than half of fans will take mass transit. That's thousands of extra riders on the system. A Warriors spokesman says they expect more than 2,000 to take Uber and Lyft, which doesn't exactly solve the traffic problem. On nights when there's a Giants game nearby and an event at Chase Center, things will be even more crowded. The city has written up plans for all these scenarios, but In the end, they'll learn as they go. Make transit your first choice, and and also bear with us. This is Tom McGuire again with the SFMTA. The thing we learned when we opened the Giants uh, ballpark 19 years ago was that uh, we did pretty well on the first day, we did even better on the next day. And so every day we're going to be working to make sure the congestion's a little better, everyone's a little bit safer, and that Muni works a little bit better. It doesn't seem like most Warriors fans are daunted by the new commute. 70% of season ticket holders have renewed for next year at the new stadium. That story was reported by Eli Wirtschafter. Thanks for listening to Bounce, the Warriors' last season in Oakland. We'll have a new episode next Wednesday when we'll recap how it ends, lose or win. Bounce is a production of KALW Public Radio. Our theme music was made by Daoud Anthony. Artwork is by David Boyer with Illuminaries. The rest of our team includes Shireen Adel, Gabe Graben, and Angela Johnston. I'm Ben Trefney, taking it one game at a time. SteveEshburnNBA.com. Um, you guys outscored them 92 over those final three minutes or so. How much in that uh, that stretch are you thinking stops as opposed to shots? And that building was ready to boil over. Um, do you take some motivation or satisfaction in, in just hushing things up? 
Yeah, our goal is to get them back on the plane, get them back to Oakland. We owe our fans one more game in Oracle. And um, I'm sorry, what was the first part of the question? 